All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that will teach you how to do exactly that. And now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Authors Unite show. Today, I got Jesse Bird with us. So welcome to the show, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate you having me on. Of course. Grateful to have you here. So can you uh, kick us off? Just tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Yeah. So I am a professional children's book author. Um, I focus on books that center around diversity and inclusion. Um, and I write stories not only for myself and other publishing companies, but also for public figures and private corporations, nonprofits. So it's a very fun time to be in the children's book space. Got it. Cool. Okay. So can you tell us what, what was your latest children's book that you wrote? Um, the latest children's book I wrote was Dreamcatcher, um, which was really, really fun. I worked with an illustrator out of Thailand who's predominantly a toy maker. He works with um, Nike and uh, a couple of other companies, Levi's, uh, for illustration and other things. And we partnered to create a, a really, really fun book about dreams and fears and, and things like that. So it was cool. Got it. Cool. Okay. Now, how do the, how many have you written now? So this is four total. So that would be three picture books and one middle grade novel, like for ages 12 and up. So for a little bit older kids. Gotcha. Okay. And obviously, so how does it like start? Like I've never written a children's book. I've written a nonfiction book and you know, our, our company's more in the, in nonfiction. So how does it, um, how, like, what's the process of, of writing a children's book? Well, you know, Tyler, I think children's books are, are, are fairly unique, especially when you talk about picture books, um, because of the elements of illustration and text that go into it. So, for example, the first book I worked on was the middle grade novel. And so that was just, you know, pure text, pure script, you know, 55,000 words, a little bit more straightforward. Um, but then once you get into the elements of trying to pair illustration with you know, dialogue and narrative and things like that, it becomes this really unique challenge where you only have so much space to make an impact and you can really lose a kid with one or two pages that just aren't gripping. So there's, there's literally no room for error as opposed to a novel where, you know, if one paragraph wasn't Shakespeare, you know, you won't necessarily lose the entire reader if you've built some type of rapport with them throughout the course of the experience. But, um, you know, children's picture books are you know, it's a very tight space you're working in and you can, you can lose people very quickly. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then, uh, so you found, you said Thailand, did, is that the first time you worked with that designer or did, or did you like work with him uh, on all the books or? Yeah. So, so each book so far, each picture book has its own um, illustrator because I wanted to have its own look and feel. Each book is book one of a series. So I will continue with that illustrator along that parallel series line or that vertical series line, should I say. So, um, so yeah, this was my, um, the first book in the Dreamcatcher series and my first time working with um, Nutafunk is his name. Um, okay. First time I worked with him. Now, how do, you, how do you go about marketing a children's book? Yeah. So for me, what I'm really passionate about is business to business sales. Um, and, and it's not, you know, the, the most glamorous side of the business, but I like to approach um, schools, libraries and school districts from a high level decision maker down. Um, 
And so I attend sort of industry only, you know, conferences and things like that, where I can meet these people who make the decisions um, because they're more likely to buy in bulk and, um, and buy at retail. So, you know, making those connections for me is the best way to leverage my time and my bandwidth um, as opposed to, you know, approaching X amount of people individually. I focus most of my energy on bulk sales. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and when you're not doing this, what, what, what else do you know? What, what do you like to do in your free time? Um, in my free time, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still, I still consider myself a video gamer. Um, even though, you know, as you get older, you have less and less time. Um, I like to hike. I, I do enjoy nature, um, exercise as well. And, um, so Social activity with friends and family, I think, is is also important to me as well. But, you know, I would love to get back into my gaming spirit. That's really sort of what I grew up on, you know, with the Sega yeah. and the Super Nintendo and the N64. Very cool. Um, what 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 game what games do you like? Um, I'm a big fan of the Assassin's Creed series. Um, I was a big fan, kind of dating myself, of the Splinter Cell series, even though I don't think they've had a release in a while. Um, Uncharted 2 is arguably my favorite game ever. Um, so I, I still feel like I'm kind of stuck in like, you know, 10 years ago, I, I haven't been on Fortnite yet, even though every time I do a reading, the kids tell me that I have to be on Fortnite. Um, <laughs> I, and I miss the call of duty wave too. So, you know, there are a few things that I'm not a, a part of yet, but I, I hope to be. Have you ever played crash bandicoot? Oh, I love crash, man. Crash is classic. Dude, that's my favorite game. <laughs> I haven't played that in so long, but I remember when I was younger, I would play that all day long hours on end i would just i'd like build up to, i'd get like a hunt or i think the highest you get is 99 lives or something yeah through the whole thing and just you know try to beat the was nitro cortex or whatever his name was yeah yeah it's fun man <laughs> I remember that game. classic man crash they pioneered some some things in video games that um i hope they get their due credit for yeah dude it was it was it was really cool um and then you said hiking so I'm curious about, about this. Um, so every morning I, I work out and then I work. And if I miss a workout in the morning, then my whole work throughout the day is just suffers. Yes. So is there, for you with the hiking, is there any like correlation that you've noticed with hiking and being able to effectively work on like your children's books? Um, I think hiking more so provides balance and perspective, um, gets you away from the hustle and bustle of the, of the inner city. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I, I agree with totally what you're saying. I think, you know, sort of having some type of exercise in my day just helps my brain work a little bit better, gets the blood flowing. It's great for creativity and focused and, you know, heightened awareness. So, um, you know, hiking is sort of my treat exercise, you know, on the day to day, you know, it's more just uh, go to the gym, do some cardio, lift some weights, you know, things like that. But, you know, just trying to stay in the groove of keeping the body in motion so, um, so it can function you know, as the best you can. Mm -hmm. I love it, man. Um, and then, so what's, what's next? So you're going to continue with the children's books mm -hmm. and, and the, how you market them is, is, is through bulk. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my last question for you would be if somebody if you know, cause again, we do mostly nonfiction, but I do come across some people that do children's books. Mm -hmm. Like where do you have any recommendations like on like publishers for them or like, what's like good, good spots to help somebody that wants to do a children's book and maybe it's their first time? Yeah, if they want to go traditionally published, um, it's a really, really great time. I think in 2017, we saw 
a 271% spike in picture book sales alone. Um, so the market in the industry is really trending up in a powerful way. And you see a lot of celebrities and public figures entering the spaces, actresses, actors. Um, and so basically my, my biggest advice would be to um, go to the library or go to the bookstore, find children's books that are similar in category or subject matter to yours and you know flip to the information page it should be the first or second page inside look who published that see who's buying and printing the type of work that you're hoping to put out into the world and that that's probably the quickest easiest dirty way just to find um publishers who are publishing your type of content and then you reverse engineer it from there you look them up you know see their submission guidelines the great thing about children's books as opposed to other mediums is a lot of publishers do accept direct submissions so you don't necessarily need to have an agent um, like you do for most of the, um, the, the bulkier uh, genres. You know, most publishers will, will accept unsolicited manuscripts is what they call it when you don't have an agent. So, um, so yeah, that would be my first advice because there's so many houses out there, you know, just to say, just to throw out a name like a penguin or a random house or putting them, you know, these are really big umbrellas and they have sort of, you know, smaller divisions that will cater to more specific things like books about the environment or books about diversity or books about, you know, um, gender identity. So you want to find your home within the home and be really specific and intentional about who you approach. Got it. That makes sense. Yep. That was really helpful, man. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, so, so yeah, last one is where can people best connect with you online? And then also what's the best place for them to uh, get your children's books if they're interested in getting those? Yeah, so the best place to get my children's books is uh, via our site. That's jessebcreative.com, J-E-S-S-E, B as in boy, creative.com. Um, yeah, we have all of our books listed there. And I say that that's the best because I usually make it a point to personalize and autograph every single order that comes across my plate uh, just to give you know, the, the buyer of the audience and even more personal feel and experience. Um, but there's also Amazon. You can get everything on Amazon. Um, I'm a Prime member, so I understand the, the, the attraction there. You know, if you have Amazon Prime, free two-day shipping. Um, so, yeah, you can, get, you can get all of the books there. Like I said, we have three picture books and one middle grade novel, um, as well as a free online digital series, which is kind of like a Goosebumps with illustration. Um, it's mini stories, uh, which is really fun as well. You can get that on the website for free um, in, in all of its releases. And, you know, Instagram, Jesse B. Creative, um, same thing for Facebook. We have a group as well. So just Jesse B. Creative across the board is the best way to find me. Perfect, man. Thank you again for coming on the show. Of course, of course. Thanks for having me, Tyler.